1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It's always a pleasure to catch up with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org. And you can follow Matt on Twitter at OhioMatt. He joins us every Thursday to talk about business and what's going on in our communities And also throughout the state of Ohio. So, Matt, you know, obviously you can't be around Columbus, Ohio over the past week without knowing about the police shooting of Donovan Lewis and the multiple protests last weekend. And we have a story today that talks about Columbus police facing an unprecedented personnel shortage we're seeing in Columbus and elsewhere. I guess demonization is a strong word, but at least a marginalization of police officers. And what I see from the outside looking in is that cops don't feel appreciated and they're looking for other alternatives. What's your assessment of the situation?
0: Well, look, I think not only are they not feeling appreciated, they're being held liable for everything that occurs. And, you know, on a personal level, uh, in some cases it's warranted, but in many cases it's not. And, you know, this this really stems out of the the, uh, the riots in 2020. Uh, where you had the, the, you know, the left Democrats pushed hard on the defund the police, you know, from from Kuala Harris, uh, all the way down to Tim Ryan and others. Um, and so the police feel attacked. And so it's not surprising to see them now opting to retire uh, or or leave the the force and go do something uh, where the, you know, maybe they don't feel that their personal uh, you know lives and fortunes are going to be always under the microscope. Um, so I think it's all related. You know, you add in the DAs who aren't prosecuting uh, some of these, these, uh, offenders and, and, you know, jumping Kamala Harris, you know, funding, you know, funding a, a a bailout fund that is putting murderers back on the street. I mean, you know, why would you want to be a police today?
1: Yeah. And, and what I see here is, is one element on the crime end uh, of a larger issue, which is this, um, effort, uh, to rewrite history and not even old history, but like recent history. I mean, now the Democrats are contending. and Joe Biden gave a speech last week that uh, fund the police, fund the police. Well, you know, I remember when they were defund the police, when the riots were peaceful and when it was OK to protest, but not OK to go see your mom or dad in a nursing home. Uh, now, Randy Weingarten of the American Federation of Teachers, uh, she's not the one and the teachers aren't the ones who wanted to keep the schools closed. No, no. We're the ones who opened the schools and. Uh, The Republicans wanted to keep them closed. Hillary Clinton yesterday. I didn't have any classified information on any of my emails. It's like, what? So, I mean, this to me is a really bad thing for our society to be in where you're not accountable and where you have uh, people uh, in the media, in society, in culture who will abide your just outright lies about what you once did, said, and advocated for, which now is proven in many cases to be Bad policy, and you don't want to take the responsibility for your bad policy
0: yeah, look I mean it's straight out of Georgia oral 1984 right we're going to memory hole stuff that happened and pretend it didn't I mean they, you know look Randy reingarten is one of the most despicable, deplorable human beings in America today. I mean what she has done that has that has harmed the education system, harmed, harmed our kids. All because she wants her greedy paws on as much union do money as she can. And that is all she cares about. I don't care what she says. I just watch what she does. And so, you know, you have people like that, Hillary Clinton acting as if she didn't have classified information on the private server, which you know everybody and their brother that's done a report on this found that she did. But again, it doesn't matter. We're going to memory hold that, too. And then, as you said, defund the police. That was all the left and Democrats cared about uh, two years ago. Uh, but now suddenly they want to act like they're all about the thin blue line and they're not about the thin blue line at all.
1: Matt Mayer is our guest. He's with OpportunityOhio.org, a great site to keep track of things going on in the business world in the state of Ohio. And you can also follow Matt on Twitter at OhioMatt. So tomorrow Joe Biden comes to town and Tim Ryan comes to town. And I don't know, is Tim Ryan going to try to be here and take credit for Intel without having a picture taken for Joe Biden? And if you're J.D. Vance, uh, what do you do with the Tim Ryan joe biden association ryan has tried to avoid being around biden but i guess the allure of taking credit for intel is too powerful to stay away
0: yeah intel is the great uh vacuum cleaner right it's going to suck up all the politicians to, to stand there and take credit for something that is in the future let's, let's keep that in mind right I, mm-hmm. you know i keep trying to remind myself when you think about the fact that Ohio is still uh not recovered from the pandemic, still below the number of private sector jobs we had back in March of 2000. Just in case your math is up, that's 22 and a half years ago. And we still haven't got back there. But boy, you know, we'll hear Mike DeWine and John Husted and Joe Biden and Tim Ryan shout Intel, 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 till the cows come home Uh while well, the cows are leaving where they are putting the uh, Intel plant. But hopefully those jobs come up, come due. But if they don't, uh, you know, they want us all to reward them for something that's going to occur in the next couple of years, hopefully. But Peloton has shown that can't happen. The cracker plant out in Belmont County that didn't happen. We know there's a history here of these big projects not, not actually happening or, or delivering uh, what they're supposed to. But, boy, yeah, Tim Ryan's going to avoid to Biden if he can. Uh, But they're all just going to go there, uh, you know, put their shovels in the trough and, and throw some, some some dirt around because we're cor- corporate cronyism with Intel at in its highest form today.
1: One of the things that I like about following you on Twitter at uh, Ohio Matt is that you get out and about and you interact with people. And you posted a tweet about driving through Van Wert County uh, last week and all the windmills that are in Van Wert County. And the windmills were standstill because the wind wasn't blowing. Uh, as you observe the national headlines, you've heard about the California power grid. You know that uh, Tim Ryan has talked about the importance of uh, electric vehicles. J.D. Vance found a tape of him. Uh, being even more radical and trying to convert to gas cars than Bernie Sanders was when Ryan was running, like, what, for a week and a half as president before he had to drop out? I mean, you hear all this banter about energy and where Ohio is on energy, and I don't know of any politician, maybe other than Ron DeSantis, who has the guts to stand up and say, no, no, we're not going to go with the popular thought. We're not uh, married to the green technology. I mean, besides Intel, we've got a battery factory coming for Honda and L- and LG. When you're out and about, what do, you, what do you think, what kind of a dose of reality would you give people about energy and the future of energy in Ohio?
0: Well, look, I think it's pretty clear. We're, we, we sit on an abundance of natural gas. We should use it. It's clean burning to the degree we make it clean, right? Uh, wind doesn't blow. Sun doesn't always shine in Ohio. And look, there are 210 million cars in America today. of those are currently electric vehicles. You can do the math on that, right? The listeners at home can do the math on that. If you want to replace 100% of that 210 million cars by 2035, and we talked about this last week, Bruce, do you realize the amount of mining of dirt you're going to have to move to find the cobalt, lithium, all the precious metals you need to build those EVs and then the waste that comes with that? I mean, it, it is poppycock fairy tale stuff. We need to get real. We need to focus on clean nuclear energy, focus on natural gas energy, and stop this idea that we're going to somehow shift down our economy because of this move to electric vehicles and wind, wind that doesn't blow. I mean, those windmills and turbines last week in Van Wert County weren't moving. Hundreds of them weren't moving at all. So they're producing zero energy. So thank God we still have natural gas and nuke power burning here in Ohio.
1: Matt Mayer, Opportunity Ohio is our guest. He writes the Patriot Mind Substack. You can follow him on Twitter at OhioMatt. His site is opportunityohio.org. We are nearing the end of a week that began with Labor Day, and Labor Day is supposedly the beginning of the home stretch for the midterm elections. Here in Ohio, we have a debate scheduled between uh Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance, I believe, for October the twelfth. Do you think we'll have one debate only? In the Senate, and will Mike DeWine agree to debate Nan Whaley? Should he agree to debate Nan Whaley?
0: Well, I I think there probably won't be more debates between Ryan and Vance. Maybe there will be. It depends uh, on if one of them feels uh, that you know that it's still close enough they want to try to get an advantage. Um, Should DeWine uh, debate Nan Whaley? You bet he should. I mean, I don't care if he's going to win by twenty points. He should be man enough to step on stage and go to toe to toe with Dan Whaley so that voters can can say, yeah, you yeah, know, this guy can stand up there and debate because, you know, right now we have a, a compliant media. They don't ever push Mike DeWine. Right. He, he's surrounded by his, his insular bubble of establishment folks. So he never gets tough questions. So, yeah, he should have to stand up on a stage, debate Man Whaley uh, so that voters can say, yeah, let's give him another four years. I mean, they're likely to do it anyway. But, yeah, he, he should man up and go and debate Man Whaley. I mean, she, she's their nominee. uh do do voters proud by giving us the, the recognition that we should at least hear you debate your opponent uh, in the course of a major election.
1: Supposedly now, John Fetterman and Raphael Warnock in Pennsylvania and Georgia have agreed to debate uh Memedaz and Herschel Walker. I still think Republicans will take the House. Are you confident that the Republicans will take the Senate?
0: I'm uh, not at all. I, I, I am. You know, it is hard to, to figure out what's going to happen there. Uh, I think it could be anywhere from a 52-48 Democrat majority to a 52-48 Republican majority. There's so much that's going to happen. You know, there's the the sniff test that I always think about when when let's look at Pennsylvania, right? Are Pennsylvanians really going to put John Fetterman, a guy who walks around in hoodies, who's dependent on mommy and daddy at the age of 49, 50, who has, you know, tattoos up and down down his arm, right? Who had a major stroke and clearly is suffering issues from that. Are they really going to put him in? to continue to support the Biden agenda that is against the energy that's in Pennsylvania, that's against the workers that are in Pennsylvania, right, that is putting inflation and the cost of the the kitchen table items higher than ever for Pennsylvanians. Are they really going to do that? And more importantly, is is Joe Biden really the presidential timber that's going to buck midterm election history? You know, Barack Obama couldn't do it. George Bush only did it because of, of the terrorist attacks, right? I mean, the fact of the matter is you lose positions in the House and Senate when you're when you're the party in power in midterm election. Is Joe Biden really going to buck that trend? My gut says no, but I, I still, I'm not ready yet to say what's going to happen uh, across the country in the seven or eight races that we're looking at.
1: Yeah, it'll be super tight. I hope we're not so partisan that we tune out all the things that we should factor in when we're picking our representatives. Always great to have you on the show. Matt, Matt Mayor, Opportunity Ohio. Check him out, opportunityohio.org. And on Twitter, at Ohio Matt, and his Substack is the Patriot Mind. Talk you again next week thanks bruce oh videotape is the enemy of leftist democrats who have said one thing and now contend they didn't say it or didn't do it or they're saying something different with an election coming up it's time to say the things that will help you get elected Not to repeat the things you have said, which expose the kind of policies you advocate for and the kind of America you envision. This is a problem for Democratic senatorial candidate Tim Ryan. Here he is talking about the need to speed up, I said speed up, Bernie Sanders' fantasy of ending America's reliance upon gas cars. By 2050, Tim Ryan, when Bernie Sanders said this during the 2020 presidential campaign, Ryan was running for like half a second before he dropped out, getting no run at all in the polls. Uh, Tim Ryan said uh, Crazy Bernie wasn't quite crazy enough.
2: We don't have to wait till 2050, the way things are moving. You know, uh, Senator Sanders and I got into this on the floor or on the debate a little bit, and he was, like, banning gas cars in 2040. And in my mind, in all honesty, it's like, okay, great, whatever. But, like, if we're waiting for 2040 to get rid of gas vehicles, like, we're doing something terribly wrong.
1: He thinks you should do it sooner. 2040, not soon enough for Tim Ryan. Uh, let's go back to... Um, May of 2020. What happened to my Tim Ryan video? I had it right in front of me. It's vanished off my screen. I wonder if they deleted it. No, no, here it is. I found it. Uh, Tim Ryan, May of, is it May of 2020? Yeah, the George Floyd riots. Yeah, May of 2020. Uh, here's Tim Ryan, who, you know, in all his commercials, he sounds like a very moderate Democrat. Doesn't sound like somebody who would endorse the lie of systemic racism in America doesn't sound like somebody who would dare say anything bad about police. I mean, after all, police are very blue-collar. Police, they're blue-collar, like, literally and figuratively. They wear blue uniforms. Uh, But Tim Ryan, uh, during the George Floyd riots and the ones that ensued around the nation, well, Tim Ryan had a message for uh, those chanting and rioting in the name of BLM.
2: Americans who have been profiled targeted killed uh, because of deeply ingrained uh, racism in our criminal justice system it's been here since the beginning of the country and in the past week i've heard your pain your anger your sadness i share in your pain and your anger and your sadness but this uh is not about me in this moment it's about you and so in an effort to uplift black and brown voices at this time, I ask you if you have any videos that have a perspective or message that you want to share, please get over to me and I'll amplify it through my account. Uh, Thank you. I love you. I care about you. America.
1: Any videos, any videos to amplify your opinions, Tim Ryan wanted them and he wanted to share them. Did he say anything about vetting them, investigating them to find out if they were true or if they were just like the rambling rantings of somebody who had an ax to grind against police law enforcement, No, because at that time, that was a popular viewpoint out there among Democratic politicians. And now it's not such a popular viewpoint because, well, you know, crime. And most people uh, do not want to be victimized by crime. They do not want to grow up in cities where crime is rampant, where crime goes unpunished. And in too many of our cities, not just here in Ohio, but everywhere, that is the case. And so Tim Ryan now uh, is going to tout something different. He's not going to own those comments. The success or failure of J.D. Vance's campaign to be a United States senator will hinge less on J.D. Vance articulating who he is. It will hinge more on making sure that Ohioans know who Tim Ryan is. Because Tim Ryan has a 20-year record in public office that he is running from, sprinting from, Right now, all his commercials, all his public appearances. He clams up or won't discuss things he has said before. And J.D. Vance, this is a very tight race. Ryan is well-funded and he's getting more well-funded every single day. And I see no way, no way, that Republicans can gain control of the U.S. Senate if Tim Ryan defeats J.D. Vance for Rod Portman, Rob Portman's seat in the U.S. Senate. We're already up against it in Pennsylvania with Mehmet Oz trailing in the polls by, depending on which poll you look at, a large margin over John Fetterman. Now that race is tightening. Now Fetterman says he will debate Mehmet Oz. Mehmet Oz has to have an answer for what Fetterman is going to come at him with, which is, well, you're a rich guy. And Mehmet Oz should say, yeah, I am a rich guy. I'm a rich guy because I've lived the American dream. I'm talented. I'm a great heart surgeon. And in our society, we reward people who can save lives. You, on the other hand, John Fetterman, are a trust fund kid who's never done anything except masquerade like, you know, you're a man of the people. You've never had a blue collar job. You wear hoodies and you tat yourself up. You act like you're blue collar, but that's what you're doing. You're acting. And similarly. In Georgia, Herschel Walker has got to win his debate with Raphael Warnock. And that will not be easy because Raphael Warnock is a skilled orator. He's a pastor. He's been spouting his heretical nonsense from the same pulpit, the Ebenezer Baptist Church that Martin Luther King once graced. Raphael Warnock will lie. He will do his best to hide who he has been, his leftist, ideology and herschel walker is going to have to be quick in the moment and not stumble and win that debate if herschel walker wins that debate then herschel walker wins the senate if he doesn't he loses and that's another seat that the democrats will have they currently have it but you have we have to steal one that they have and we have more people who are running who are behind or vulnerable right now than they do nevada colorado new hampshire all places where Republicans could win or could lose. Now I will say this: I don't see how Tim Scott can lose in South Carolina. Uh, Project Veritas, that's James O'Keefe, the hidden camera guy. Project Veritas has released video of Tim Ryan's uh, Tim no, Tim Scott's opponent, Tim Scott's opponent in the South Carolina Senate race. Her name is Crystal Matthews. She was captured on tape saying. I'm no stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town, and let me tell you something. You ought to know who you're dealing with. You've got to treat them like... I can't say this word, or I would get thrown off the air. you got to treat white people like blank. That's the only way they'll respect you, she said. She went on to say, I keep them right here, like under my thumb. That's where I keep it. Like, you have to... Otherwise, they get out of control like kids. Um, wow. That's explosive, that's racist, and that better be the end of her campaign.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon
2: Intelligence Agency, knew
1: all the government's
2: dirty secrets.
1: He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
2: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.